0: Welcome to Taxing Poetic. I am your co-host, Tim Howe.
1: I'm your other co-host, Jenny Carter.
0: And as always, we're with our renowned producer, JB. Glad to have you here today. Thank you. (laughs) And today we're going to be talking about cannabis and taxation. How high is too high?
1: I have a feeling this is going to be a very popular episode.
0: Yeah, let me go get my visine.
1: (laughs) Right, exactly.
0: (laughs) I do want to bring you back up.
2: I
1: lied. All right. Since we're at the beginning of the episode, you know what that means. It is time for me to tax poetic with my newest haiku. Are you ready?
0: Poet's Corner. Here we go.
1: Poet's Corner. Okay. Cannabis sales tax takes all of my green money. Pass the Cheetos, please. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome. Really good. You like that?
0: Yeah, that's good. I actually, that that is the first haiku I've truly enjoyed. Oh, it is gosh. really awesome.
1: Is it because you need the Visine and that's why you like it? Hey, because you want the Cheetos? We will
0: not discuss what happened before this episode. <laughs> so how about that?
1: I know. How about we try to get through this episode without being 13 year olds? It's yeah. going to be tough for us. I, it, it,
0: honestly, it is going to be pretty tough. But we'll do our best. There you go. Well, and with all of that, we actually brought in a cannabis expert today and I'd like to introduce her. Her name is Kelly Zach. She is from AAFCPAs in Boston, Massachusetts. Kelly, it is great to have you with us today. You want to get a quick introduction of yourself?
3: Sure thing. I'm so happy to be here. I love your podcast. Um, So I've been with AAFCPAs for three years now, and my official fancy title is Director of State and Local Tax. So I have a pretty extensive background working mostly in public um, multinational companies and this is the first time I've been able to completely focus on my passion, which is state taxes and especially sales tax. So my firm actually has a huge specialty area in, the, in cannabis. So that's why Tim and Jenny said I would be a good guest. So I'm glad to be here.
0: Awesome, we are definitely glad to have you with us. So you know, can you talk for like two seconds about the history of cannabis taxation and kind of where it came from? Like how did, how did we get to this whole point? maybe even why weed is illegal to begin with. Or should we say weed yep. or we actually have to address it as cannabis? <laughs> hey,
1: Kelly, what is the proper vernacular? Should we call it well, cannabis? I'm glad you said that because I actually did a little digging to make sure
3: I knew the difference between cannabis and marijuana. So cannabis is covers everything that comes from one of the cannabis plants. There's two different kinds, cannabis sativa, cannabis indica. Those are the actual plants that have all the chemical substances. Now, if you're calling something marijuana, that is that relates to the parts or the products of the plants that contain THC, which is obviously the, uh, the the fun part, tetrahydrocannabinol or some some such thing. So that's the difference between cannabis and marijuana. So they I used to think they were kind of um, used could be used the same way, but they are a little bit different.
0: So they're not interchangeable so think, at all. I, I know. Mean, I, I
3: thought I
1: assumed they were. I know. I, mean,
0: I
3: think cannabis something. is a more is a more general. You you can have parts of the cannabis plant that are not, that do not have THC, so I think that's more like the hemp stuff, so it's, you know, there's no THC, no, no psycho, psychotropic effects, and this, the parts of the plant that do have THC are the ones that, you know, obviously are more regulated um, from, from, a, from a narcotics perspective. So it actually was 1970, I thought it would have been later than that, but 1970, it was the Controlled Substances Act. And it officially—that's when cannabis slash marijuana was officially outlawed as a Schedule One narcotic. So until very recently, that has been—it um, it has been only illegal. Slowly but surely, they went the medical. Uh, route where states were allowing it for medical purposes. So you had to have a pres- prescription and um, there were no taxes involved because it was, you know, essentially medication. Slowly but surely, some states were coming on board for use in rec- for recreational purposes. So that's been kind of the, the tricky part is is figuring out what the states are doing versus what the feds are doing.
0: And is the Fed really has the fed really even made any movement on this? I know there's been discussions about it, right? But they've kind of just let the states kind of do their thing. But then we have to get into this whole monetary exchange stuff, which we won't really spend a lot of time on, right? But I mean, there's still this problem at the Fed level, right? With this classification. Exactly. Yeah. Yep.
3: So the fact that it's illegal federally means, um, you know, it's the code section that the cannabis team lives and dies by is 280E which means you're not allowed to deduct any expenses. They can deduct anything that's considered cost of goods sold, but no general, no GNA expenses, no salaries, none of that. None of that is deductible for federal tax purposes because it's an illegal substance. So that creates obviously huge tax burdens for these cannabis companies, um, not being able to deduct anything. And there's all sorts of stuff that my, my cannabis team goes into on helping companies, categorize their expenses. You know, this, this really is considered COGS. So you can deduct it versus things that are clearly not anything related to COGS.
0: That is so interesting.
3: Yeah. And so the states have been, you know, decoupling, you know, we, we know that states often decouple from federal regulations and we're going to, the the feds might say this, but we're going to do it differently. So um, there are a lot of states are saying we are decoupling from 280 which means when you file your state tax return your state income tax return that return you can actually deduct the expenses that were not allowed from a federal perspective so it's a little bit of a, a little bit of help for the for our, our clients that our cannabis clients that they can actually deduct some of these things at the state level, even though they're not allowed to deduct them at the federal level.
0: So are you effectively like creating permanent differences then from an income tax perspective, right? From the state returns versus yep. the federal return? Yep. Right?
3: Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Um, so, you know, and it, it does create these silos kind of at the state level that um, each state obviously determines its own rules, but it also, because cannabis is um, illegal federally, you can't transport it across borders. So It's, it's not like we, we in Massachusetts have to worry about how much it's going to cost in California, because if you live in Massachusetts, you can't buy it in California because it can't be, it can't be, you know, can't be sent to you in Massachusetts. So that's a whole nother, that could be a whole nother podcast on why cannabis companies aren't necessarily in a rush to get it legal for federal purposes, because then it, it costs, it costs way more to grow it. And to, you know, to cultivate it in Massachusetts than it does in California.
1: Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I thought about it yeah. that way.
0: I mean, they're immediately limiting their market, right? And, right. And, and you exactly. know. Exactly. Yeah. Decreasing the capitalism effect. So. Exactly. And going back exactly. to the
1: differences between um, cannabis and marijuana, are, mm-hmm. are they both, are they taxed sim- similarly or are they, how does that work? Well,
3: you know some of the things that make it complicated, one one thing right off the top of the bat is the tax rates are extremely high. So um, these things for for states in which it's legal uh, recreationally, all with a couple of exceptions, each of those states also has a an excise tax type tax on the on the sale in addition to a sales tax. So you you know your your purchases are subject to your regular state tax rate, state sales tax rate. But then you have your marijuana excise tax on top of that, and you know Massachusetts all in. You're upwards of 20 percent when you ha- add in all the taxes. That yes. for each. That was for my each sale.
1: That was um, one of my questions for you. I know when we've worked on these mm-hmm. cannabis returns that we file mm-hmm. the, the sales tax and the excise tax. I had mm-hmm. assumed the sales tax was on um, other TPP, but is the sales tax on top of? It's actually the the marijuana or cannabis sales. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Oh, well, I learned yep. something new today. Because we would have,
3: like, say, some, some dispensaries might sell T-shirts or hats or, or right. whatnot. So those things would only be subject to the sales tax. But anything that's, you know, c- considered part of cannabis or marijuana, those would... The you know would also be subject to the marijuana excise tax, so that's where you get up to, all, all to your twenty percent. Man, Washington
0: so that excise thirty seven percent. Yeah, so that excise tax in in uh, Massachusetts. Then, doing my quick math, is probably mm-hmm. around fourteen to fifteen percent, right?
3: Right. Yep. Wow, that that's insane. It's crazy. That is absolutely and insane. Like I, and, and you Washington, said Washington's thirty seven. 37%. Yeah. Wow.
0: Holy smokes.
3: So, yeah, it's crazy. Well, this is I, I guess so, kind of
0: why you're you're hearing a little bit too about the whole movement away from, you know, even though they had legalized it and people are happy about dispensaries mm-hmm. and doing all this other stuff that actually off market or should we say, you know, mm-hmm. under market or black market type sales yeah. are actually making a big comeback, right? Because of that whole taxation yeah. component. 100%. And you
3: know, we hear anecdotally from you know, not necessarily our clients, but from you know people we know. They're saying, you know, it's it's too expensive for me to buy it in a dispensary. I'm going to keep buying it from my pal Joe down the street who doesn't charge me sales tax. So, it you know, I don't know if there's any if there's any um, charts or anything anywhere that can say. How much it is, how much the industry is actually losing on this, but it's certainly anecdotally, you know, people are are saying they're they're going to keep buying it illegally because they don't want to pay, you know, an extra twenty percent or thirty seven percent.
1: Are the states doing this on purpose uh, to uh, to um, limit marijuana use or purchases, well, or what's their? It, it- Another great question.
3: So some some people might call this a syntax, right? So Mm -hmm. like cigarettes or or alcohol. When it was starting to come about, people were saying we are going to levy it in part to address the negative effects of marijuana use. It certainly is uh, regulated and and certainly um, safer. You know, there's tons of regulation that each cultivator has to go through to make sure their product is safe. So you're not going to get that from the guy next door or down the street, so that's part of it is to, to make it safer. Um, but you know, unlike you know, I think the syntax on something like cigarettes is is the government saying, hey, we know cigarettes are bad for you, so we're going to put this tax out there to try to limit uh, consumption, to try to you know, to try to tell people stop smoking. Um, but that's not necessarily the case with with cannabis because you know it's a huge money maker for the state and they're you know they're they're at least their spiel is that it's it's not as harmful as cigarettes um so we want you know we're going to have this kind of a syntax, but it's not because we think it's really bad for you. It's it's because we want we want to we want as the state want to make money off it.
0: And, and it's so interesting because like if you look at um, I, I know there was a recent release by the uh, the CDTFA, which is the <laughs> California, uh, California Department yep. of Tax and Fee Administration, to where. They're actually going to be increasing the amount of vendors' compensation back to qualified mm-hmm. retailers, like qualified cannabis retailers, to say, "Hey, we're okay. going to give you twenty percent, upwards of twenty percent of your tax collected. You're going to be able to keep if you've been a certified wow, really? or, or yeah, or you know, approved cannabis vendor." And that wow. that to me is like what's so interesting is that they're saying, "Hey, we're going to try," is and it looks like an an incentive, uh, like they're trying to incentivize basically people to be qualified and registered um, cannabis retailers to help yep. eliminate this off-market sales types issue. But yep. again, it just seems to me like the government's trying to do something that may be not really productive. It's counterproductive, right? I mean, the whole idea right. is the cost and, and the all-in cost of this. And it's like, maybe you should reduce the tax rate versus yep. you know trying to incentivize people, because you already have people you've created the market, right? Right, yeah. exactly. That's it, exactly. very, very interesting.
3: Yeah, big in mass, thing. there's a big push also on, you know, to go back to the the licensing. There's, they kind of wanted when they came up with this, they said we really want to make sure we're doing it the right way. So they they are very they're limiting like the licenses that they issue, but they're really supposed to be limiting, you know, monopolies. So you, I think it's something like you can't one entity can't own more than three dispensaries or something along those lines. So they're trying to limit big, huge companies from just coming in and buying every dispensary in Massachusetts. They want to keep it small.
0: So for, and and like maybe in two seconds, can or, you know, obviously longer mm-hmm. than two seconds, um, but <laughs> can you talk a little bit about the funds issue, right? The monetary exchange issue with this with regards to banking, right? And, and, right. and what people yeah. are dealing with on the banking side of this? Because that's the thing that I found so interesting when we first went and proposed on a cannabis client in Colorado. The question was like, well, how are we going to get paid, right? How can we get exactly. paid because we're based here in Georgia and they're in Colorado, mm-hmm. and that exchange of money federally is technically not allowed, right?
3: Yep, that's a huge, and, and I learned a lot more about this recently too. It's it's a cash flow problem because they because they're it's illegal federally. They generally can't get regular loans because the loans are, are you know certified by the federal government. So most. Most of the funding is private funding, and they have to find, you know, they have to find some deep pockets, um, and working cap. They, you know, so they're not up able to get their working capital. They paid so much in taxes, they're having trouble keeping up with their working capital needs. So actually, I heard an anecdote yesterday that some lenders are getting around it by saying, "We're going to secure the loan by the real estate, um, by not by the product, because." You know, they can't, if if someone defaults on a loan, they can't seize the the product because it's illegal. So now lenders are coming back saying, maybe we can secure the loan on the, on the real estate and, and get around it that way. But that's definitely a huge, a huge problem. So like if you're Um, doing an
0: asset, like an asset based lending facility, like an, you know, like an ABL or something like that, like you could, you couldn't turn around and secure it against inventory like they normally would. Right. Right.
3: Exactly. Yep. So that's definitely a problem for them. Wow.
0: That's that's very interesting. And then, the I mean, like we were saying, like the exchange of money, like if they were trying to put it in, a, you know, or trying to move money across state lines mm-hmm. or move it to another bank, they're not technically really allowed to do that, right? Which is why they have to right. use state banks.
1: Yep, exactly. Uh,
0: yeah, typically exactly. local banks. Yeah, it's very, very interesting.
1: That leads us uh, into our next segment that we like to do called, you know what's weird? Oh and yeah. Do you have any? <laughs> do you have any weird things to share with us? I mean, you've already shared some pretty weird stuff. Uh, that's unusual. Um, well, I, I, the one weird thing that I literally just learned yesterday, and it has nothing to do with taxes,
3: is that there are male and female cannabis plants, and only the female plants can produce THC, and and basically only female plants can get you high. I didn't know there was yeah. such a thing.
1: Girl power. Did you guys know
3: that?
0: Yeah, I right? honestly did not know that.
1: I didn't either. But that and, makes and- so
0: much sense because only <laughs> females drive you crazy.
1: Exactly. <laughs> only females
0: will be able to drive you crazy.
1: And make you paranoid.
0: That's exactly it. And really and hungry. Not, and
1: really- not only that, but they, <laughs> these plants can spontaneously change their sex. Um, what? And
3: become, yeah, they can. And so the... the The cultivating of them is so important, and they treat them. I went to one of our facilities, one of our clients, and it's extraordinary the the love and care they put into these plants, the certain nutrients that they have at at each stage of the game because the the light has to be right, the air has to be right, because if they're shocked in any way, they could change sex, and then they turn from a plant that can produce uh, marijuana to a plant that cannot. So it just so smells
0: really funny.
1: So
3: no jump scares yeah, for the plants. Exactly. No scary right? movies. Yeah, you have to be <laughs> the You have, to, be speak shocked. Gent- you have to
1: speak in a gentle voice can also, like, also, like females, you know, you have to, you know, yeah, exactly. speak Treat them softly. <laughs> yeah, tre- exactly. <laughs> exactly. JB, did you oh know any goodness. of this? You you are seem to know <laughs> a lot about this industry. I
2: know a group of people we need to apologize to. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. I
1: love that's my favorite part of your session the people that you insult didn't have to apologize to afterwards (laughs) the the list is usually pretty long yeah so distinguished. that is an excellent you know what's weird that wow i'm still recovering from that so many. did you get any free
0: samples Yeah. don't lie you totally (laughs) did didn't you
1: no totally did not but they do have a dispenser
3: so this was a huge facility we have um and we there is a dispensary attached to it. So we might have done a little shopping after our tour. I'm not <laughs> I there
1: you go. Love it. Oh well, my gosh. That's yeah. what we loved. Uh, Kelly, I know you and I have been to these sales tax conferences and yep. you know the yep. the 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 cannabis classes are always the most well attended. You and I have been to yeah, some together. For sure. And yes, uh, everyone's pretty lively. And that's the first joke is are there any free samples? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. So, yeah. so so I got a question yeah, for exactly. you. And I was
0: I was wondering if you if you knew this offhand. So cannabis food products, right? So we obviously mm-hmm. you go into a dispensary and you see like a cookie or you'll see mm-hmm. a brownie or candy yep. or any of that stuff. Do you know, Mm -hmm. and I don't because I honestly don't know this, are they actually subject to prepared food or like grocery sales tax rates as opposed to standard sales tax rates?
3: That's a great question. And I don't know the answer. And I'm wondering now because we have one. I'm trying to think of the returns that I've seen. And I know that we have a lot of clients that have edibles, and we—I don't think we treat the edibles any differently than we than we would, you know, just the flour itself. And you would actually—I don't know the answer to that.
0: Yeah, you would actually think that because the food actually contains THC, that overarching would be that it would be subject to the full sales and use tax, right, regardless of what the method is of delivery. Which exactly? I don't know. I just I always and, thought that'd be interesting. i would be an interesting court case to challenge. But,
3: yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's work on that. And, and that, and well, that's a, <laughs> another. That leads into another point I wanted to make. That you know, most of the excise taxes are are basically like a sales tax. There, it's you take the retail price at the marijuana excise tax rate, but there are other ways that some states are taxing it, and some do it based on weight. So you literally weigh the product that you buy, and the sales, the excise taxes based on that. But what people are trying to push for is um, some states base it on the level of THC. So more THC means higher higher tax. That's just another thing that people are bandying about. To change the way things are, the, the way things are currently working. Well, that's
0: and that's some of the way that alcohol is treated, right? Is is by yep, level of exactly. le- level Absolutely. of uh, alcohol per, uh, percentage mm-hmm. by volume, maybe? And that's
3: exactly what they mm-hmm. that's exactly what they reference. Um, uh,
0: far be it from our federal government to make a logical, common sense alignment right? of taxation, but hey, here we go. Oh
1: gosh! All right, no, you yeah. don't get
2: it. So I just read that you don't get a tax break on it, like you would. So, for example, in Illinois. Where you would normally get a grocery sales tax break, uh-huh. you actually don't get one if you make like a pop brownie as opposed to a regular brownie, okay. which you would. Okay. So it's possible that they do think that it's food. See, oh, I mean, because wow. if it fits, okay. if, if fits okay. the definition of
0: food, everything yeah. about it would be food. Sugar. It's just you got some really cool ingredient in there that you know launches yep. you off like. Rocketman, man, but whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Tell us exactly. about
1: Kelly. I always enjoy, um, the different types of products your clients have. Um, yeah. like the sodas, what candy, yeah. lollipops, baked goods, what yep. else? Um, the, the to-
3: seltzers are, I are huge. Um, and you know, they, they come, they, they're very explicit on what, how much THC is in them. So there's tons of seltzers, certainly the, the edibles and the candy. The other thing I found out is there's a, a, a cannabis place here that's it's ice cream but all it's, it's an ice cream, like it's only ice cream so it's like, the whole shop is cannabis infused ice cream so which i thought was pretty cool because uh,
0: it doesn't anything in the direction.
1: Else. <laughs> please lord
0: point me in the direction I just, I just
1: killing I two birds with to, one stone i mean hello exactly. with one stone I get it to, <laughs> i have yet to try
3: it i have yet to try it but i'm dying to i just thought that was such a cool like they 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 put themselves out there looking like an ice cream shop at all, but you know you have to show your ID to, to be able to buy your ice cream. But you
0: so. like talk about perpetual motion. Like you're sitting right. there, you're <laughs> yeah. eating cannabis ice cream, and you're getting the munchies, so you eat more you're, cannabis yep. ice cream. Man,
2: yep. JB's over here, just like you just there. Off and He's just <laughs> there for the rest of your life.
3: <laughs> it's amazing. They're coming up with all sorts of. Cool scientific ways to see,
0: like back in the day, like keep
3: things interesting. Tommy
0: Chong and Cheech Marin, like never had to deal with these issues, right? <laughs> exactly. exactly.
1: Oh, the good old days. The good old days. <laughs> the good old you're, days. Now you're exactly. waxing poetic. <laughs> there you
0: go. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. it. Exactly. So where do you see um where where do you see this going next? Like, are are you seeing? I mean, we we just talked about the ice cream and some of that other fun stuff. Yep. but Like, yep. where, are you? Are you on the field that you ultimately think the Fed's just going to go ahead and legalize this across the board, like are they, they're going to have yeah, to or what? I
3: tend to think so. You know, with more and more states decoupling, I, I tend to think so. Although when I, you know, I talk to the partner, a firm who knows more than me, um, he's just not sure. They've been talking about it for so long. He's 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 not sure what his what he is thinking is that more and more states are going to decouple and more and more states are going to come online as recreational. So he's looking at it that way. Not holding out too much hope that the feds are going to get their act together and and legalize it, but certainly thinking that the states are going to continue to see. Wait a minute, these states are making a ton of dough. Let's let's decouple and let's um, legalize it and see what kind of tax dollars we can get. So the states you know, are making a it, ton
1: of green. Oh my god, ton goodness. of green. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but wow. the sales prices are plummeting. Uh, like you know. We we looked at about three years ago. I think I saw something. It was like say $4,500 a pound in Massachusetts, it's now down to closer to $2,000 a pound. So as markets mature, the prices, you know, the the, the more dispensaries, more supply, more people growing, the the prices are plummeting. So is the state going to have to take a step back and say, wait a minute, we're not making as much as we did when it first came out. You know, is that when we look at the tax based on THC rather than sales price with that, make you know give us more revenue so well, I, obviously those are the kind two, of things
0: we're seeing that's two grand a pound above what the consumer's normal cost and the cost of goods sold is right and the and the profit right. that yep. the company's actually making man, that's an expensive yep. pound of dope dude
1: yeah <laughs> it is exactly. i see here so i think minnesota is the latest state to legalize adult use cannabis on august 1st mm-hmm. and yep. uh 10 tax is 10 percent on grocery receipts.
0: man yeah.
1: not yep. bad Not bad. bad. (laughs) Yeah. The the people in. uh, Exactly. Mm -hmm.
2: Washington. I know. 10? (laughs) 10? (laughs) It's Christmas. We're moving. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I know. What's going to happen?
3: Are the states going to say, hey, wait, like exactly what I said, if it becomes legal, as the revenue goes down because the price is going down, are states going to say exactly that? Do we increase the rate? Do we change the tax base? you know, they call it an ad valorem tax, which I wasn't sure what that was until like I dug a little bit better, but based it on the, either the weight or the levels of THC t- to kind of make it a different type of tax. So, um, we, you know, we listen to the, the Cannabis Control Commission is coming out with stuff all the time. And like I said, my team, the team at my firm is got their ear to the ground and attends all the conferences. So they know the, the troubles that are out there for the, for the growers and the dispensaries. And they kind of also hear what the states are saying and um, so it's it's cool. It, it, that's what makes it fun is it's it's so new and exciting and it's constantly changing and and it's just you know, I've become a you know, an honorary member of the cannabis team here and we have shirts and everything and, oh, and that's it's just cool. like I want a shirt. We kinda of walk know. around we kinda of walk around the office in our cool cannabis shirts and be, and you know, we're like the cool kids on the block. So maybe maybe I'll get you guys a couple of T shirts. Okay.
0: That would be fantastic. I
3: right. right.
0: I mean just imagine if you lived in Minnesota now that they've legalized it though for like Three and a half months out of the year, you're basically just going to stock up on a bunch of frozen pizzas, <laughs> exactly. sit in your house, yep. and never leave, and just and
1: ice cream and
0: ice cream <laughs> <laughs> and
1: and Cheetos to Jenny, oh yeah and Cheeto. Cheetos and
0: Cheetos That'd be awesome. Well, and in all honesty, Kelly, I mean, this has been a fantastic segment. We really enjoyed cool. everything that you've uh, you know been able to expose us to um, on on this cannabis topic. I mean, this is the, I, I've learned a ton
1: today. And whenever cool. the federal government does legalize it uh, federally, we'll have to have you back on because then it's going to be like all on war. Yeah, yes, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> With the, exactly. With the states and who's doing <laughs> what. So that's looking at the idea.
0: concentration of the market and everything else, and yep. you know who's going to basically become the the major providers and stuff. I mean, that, yep. yeah, it's going to be really interesting. It is very interesting. Yep. But, hey, Kelly, thank you again. Uh, it's been an, an absolutely uh, you know amazing segment. I think we both learned a ton.
1: I'm a little tired, actually, for some reason. Are you, are you hungry? I'm hungry and tired? Yeah, <laughs> JP looks like he's already passed out. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: but no, again, thank you very, very much. Um we are gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna come back with pop quiz hot shot.
1: Pot quiz.
0: Pot quiz hot shot. Yes. <laughs> Ugh.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to Taxing Poetic. We are ready for our pop quiz, or as I said earlier, pot quiz, hot shot.
2: Pot quiz. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Okay, Tim, the first (laughs) one is for you. Um, Let's see. I'm going to ask you a a preface question. It doesn't count towards the quiz. I just want to know if you know the answer to this because it will help you with the second part. I think you need it. How many states is recreational cannabis legal? I'm going to say 17. Now, Kelly, I want to ask a follow-up to you real quick. Is, if I yep. say recreational cannabis, is that grammatically incorrect? Because recreational marijuana, because cannabis is, is everything, does that not make sense to say?
3: No, I, we use, even though I told you in the beginning that they're different, we kind of right. sometimes do use them interchangeably. So when we say recreational cannabis, we mean, we mean. No um, one's going to write it and
2: be like, you're a dumb, dumb idiot.
3: No, no. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely.
2: Well, <laughs> they're probably going to be too baked. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <Who knows?
1: laughs> they won't really care. Uh, he they just said cannabis. <laughs> okay. So how many
2: states is recreational cannabis legal? Uh, I'm going to say 17. So it's 23 plus the District of Columbia. Oh, wow. Okay. Man, I was short. All right. So your actual quiz question when it comes to sales tax, how many level and excise tax
0: on cannabis? Um, I'm going to say, based off of the discussions with Kelly earlier, I'm going to say 22.
2: Okay. So it's 20 or possibly 21. Okay, I would have given you both, but it's... So the ones that I found out and Donna found out, uh, and actually, Kelly, I believe you said the same thing, Delaware, Minnesota, and Virginia and D.C. all don't. Do Um, not. Okay. But then we just read about July 1st, 2023, where Minnesota now does a 10% tax on it. I don't know if that's an excise tax. It's a tax on gross
0: receipts. And so, yeah, you would think that it's going to be an excise tax because their sales tax... I I mean, I'm kind of curious to look and see, like... Is their sales tax going to be, or is the cannabis going to be subject to sales tax? I'm pretty sure with Minnesota that it's going to be. Yeah, I think right. you're, you're
1: probably talking yourself into a correct answer is what you're saying. Uh, that's what I'm doing. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm well, even so, no, I would have given him 21, but he said 22. Yeah. Um, but if Minnesota, Minnesota, come on, so 22. It is a good thing, and Jenny, I think you get a little bit of a hint now that all these answers are going to be up based on 2022 data, like the 12 month, like nothing oh, is going to bleed into this year. That probably makes sense on the Minnesota thing. Okay. All right. So Tim gets a goose egg there. All right. Jenny, what were the first two states to legalize recreational cannabis?
1: California and Washington?
2: You got one. But it was Colorado. Colorado. Oh, yeah, come on. Colorado. Yeah, dude. Not with, not with Tim in the room. I know.
1: <laughs> I should have known better. We
2: always have to mention the state of Colorado. We have we not know. one time not mentioned the state of Colorado. No matter who we're talking about, they absolutely always get the most. Shout good. out to my Colorado family.
1: Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Love it. All right, so zero for me. Yep.
2: Okay, Tim, here's a nice, fun uh, three point, three part question for you. What are the three <laughs> categories for levying tax on cannabis?
0: Three categories for levying tax on cannabis. we can you define categories? So like, it's kind are of we talking like, levels. I think like I know layers similar to how like the boozy. You know,
2: it was like a there was an like, oh yeah alcohol, okay there was yeah so so
0: we've got an excise tax, we've got a sales tax, and then we have a um, hmm, what would be the third excise sales
1: marijuana retail tax.
2: Marijuana retail tax. So really? those three. <gasps> yes. now, she answered for me. She did. <laughs> Can I, I, know, phone a coach? I mean, I you guess we just it. give Tim the point. I don't know. No. I would give you the point if he did it.
1: Oh, really? Okay, pr- give
2: I me the would. point. <laughs> I love it. I can't go I can't get skunked.
1: If we're on the record here anyway that I helped you, so there we go.
2: Okay, Jenny, uh, without going over Oh boy. What? How much money was collected in taxes last year? There was twelve states that had all 12 months. i will give you a little hint there uh how much money was collected in 2022 taxes for so you're talking total tax revenue total tax revenue
1: for 12 states
2: there was 12 states that had all 12 months they were different i mean randomly people would like oh, legalize oh, it on oh, a thing oh, oh i but see like, okay you know.
1: without going over and in honor of bob barker's recent passing mm-hmm. um let's see
0: you can't use one dollar
1: i can't use one dollar <laughs> darn it uh okay oh this is hard because i could go like way way out there let's do um 250 million
0: i mean not even close what? i was gonna say i was gonna say like
2: four billion yeah three billion three billion billion be. Billion I, I
1: was gonna go uh. to one billion dollars but then i thought that would be way over and he said not to go over so
2: no that's i mean that's right yeah Okay, here's one. All right, Tim. Historically, it starts with medical marijuana being legal, then recreational. Which state had the shortest time frame from medical to recreational? Nevada? No. Kelly, do you know?
3: I don't. I, I would have I that. Okay, i don't you I don't know. You, okay.
2: you, you live there. Massachusetts?
3: Oh, I, okay, so it is Mass, yeah. yeah.
2: Really? So I guess it makes sense that statistically speaking that will be that will continue uh-huh. you'll go medical and then they'll be like okay cool like now we're in <laughs> and then it's like gonna be closer yeah. so California was the longest it's like 7,000 days from medical being legal to recreational
1: So you could say medical is the gateway <laughs> yes, you
2: definitely you definitely could <laughs> Well, yeah, remember they had a whole
0: entourage episode <laughs> about like them getting their medical marijuana cards and being able oh, to get. Oh,
1: that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
2: Sounds right. Okay, Jenny, here's your actual third question. Okay. Uh, in the state of Massachusetts, what happens if a cannabis dispensary does not remit its required sales
1: tax? They lose their license, it gets shut down.
2: Mm-hmm. Their license will be revoked. I mean, duh, but congratulations.
1: One, two, one. I have
2: a complete look of dismay. Dis- ah. Like I'm dismayed.
0: You I, only I'm...
1: have one point because of me, sir. <laughs> oh. So have you have yourself some ice cream and calm down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Kelly, we're coming up for a tour and we would like a t shirt.
1: <laughs> absolutely. Awesome. I got the perfect place. <laughs> I, I
0: love it. I absolutely love it. Well, and and thank you again so much for joining us today. We've, uh, you know, we had a really, really good time talking with you.
1: Kelly, I can't wait to see you at the next conference it. and we'll go to classes together. I know. And giggle the whole time. I know. I can't wait. I know. It was
3: awesome. Good you know me, I could way. talk all day. So if you think of another topic that I might be good at too, please.
1: Please reach out. Oh, we
0: will definitely team. bring you on as, as, as a guest again in the future. Yes. We love having you here. So, right. <laughs>
1: awesome. Who did we, wait, who did we offend? Oh, yeah.
2: So our apologies. Not too bad today. Uh, females. <laughs> so, that's, you know, a good 50% of the population, but... Uh, who offended them?
1: Tim should apologize. I mean, to it was
2: the whole time. I just wrote females, 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 females. <laughs> <laughs> that was just the, the hard one. <laughs> oh, yeah. when well, We were talking about the plants. Yes. yes yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I almost i I may even interject the apology just like them, uh okay, the Washington cannabis dealers we just feel I just feel sorry for the thirty seven percent yeah oh, that's know. just a
0: bummer. it's not we're not apologizing to them, we're apologizing like on
1: for them for them yeah, yeah. On, yeah. Behalf yeah. on behalf of half of them. we we feel bad for them yes, yes. I'm so sorry I'm- Thank you so much for joining us today on Taxing Poetic. Just a reminder to please subscribe and follow on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Stitcher, or you can watch us on YouTube. Thanks so much. We'll see you soon.
0: Awesome. Cut it.
1: Good job.